You're listening to Speak Your Style, a lifestyle and business podcast hosted by Sasha Bowlby and Liz Toombs. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Speak Your Style. I am one of your co-hosts, Liz Toombs. And I'm Sasha. Today we have joining us Miss Kayla Weber-Nord. Um, she is an artist and I think entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hey, Kayla. Hi, how are you all? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Excited to, to be here. <laughs> yeah. We're excited to talk with you. Um, I had the pleasure of being with you in person yesterday at one of your painting workshops. But um, for those who aren't familiar with what you offer and what you do, tell them. All right. Well, my name is Kayla. Like you said, um, I went to college to be an elementary art teacher um, and got out of school, graduated, started teaching um, K through fifth um in Bay County here and was you know loving it and having a great time but I just kind of knew I wanted to also have like a small art business on the side I kind of I'd always planned that my entire life um so I started painting like commissions for family and friends I would do like dog portraits and house portraits and anything anybody wanted me to paint so I was kind of doing that on the side while I was teaching um and kind of building up my business in 2015 I got married and um decided to make a website and kind of like really go like full force with it and that was kind of right when I feel like social media was really obviously it had been around but it really was taking off with like entrepreneurship and like selling things online and it just kind of all fell into place and I started like really posting about art and kind of aiming my whole like social media to uh, my art business and stuff like that so Things started growing really rapidly and I um, was, you know, gaining followers and gaining more um, just commissions and all kinds of stuff like that. I got a really cool commission for a horse racing piece that um, I completed for one of my actual teacher friends. Um, and it was like when I was painting that, I was like, wow, this is so fun. Like I used, you know, lots of fun colors and really um, expressed the movement of like a horse race. and. The intensity and everything and that was kind of when I was like wow this is like what I want to paint more of so I started doing more just like paintings of my own stuff and I put it out there as like a release online and on um, social media and they all like sold out so I was like oh this is crazy this is really cool so um, I kind of started doing more releases like that and painting all kinds of different stuff um, and then it was about 2018 um, and I ended up like taking one day off a week from school. And on that one day, I like dedicated all the artwork and um, it just, that one day I was able to like get so much done and I was like feeling just so passionate about it that, and I could make a lot of money also, which was great. <laughs> you know, obviously, you know, that helps. And I was like, wow, maybe I could actually just quit my job and just do this. If I'm dedicating that one day and I can get so much done and make a good income, like maybe I should just quit and just do this full-time so it was after that year um, that I just went full-time as an artist and started um, you know like just being on my own and doing all this crazy stuff <laughs> um, fast forward a little bit I um, had a home studio and I was like I need to go into work somewhere like this is just not working um, I so I moved my home studio to my parents property um, at Springhouse Gardens, which my parents have been entrepreneurs forever too. So I feel like it kind of was in my blood. Um, 
So I moved my home office to Spring House because we had like a little house and where my dad's office is and everything. And um, <laughs> after being there for like a month, I was like, oh my gosh, like this little room is not cutting it. I was, I had a couple interns, we had stuff. I mean, it was just, we were busting out of this little room I had. Um, so it was at that point I was like, maybe we should build me a studio on the property somewhere. So um, just a little background, Springhouse is a landscape um, garden center. We also have a wedding venue that I got married at. And then uh, my dad's like little office with his landscape and everything going on there. So um, I was like, well, we should just add another building and it'll be great. So we kind of started talking about building a bigger studio for me and we officially broke ground in November of 2020 and um, it finished around June of 2021 um, and we've officially been open for about six months now and it's like my building is just a big white uh, metal building with tons of windows it's two floors about 2100 square feet a couple bathrooms and just lots of space for me to spread out and have workshops like you said um, I have a little retail space in the front of it and it's just like, it's amazing. I have lots of space, which honestly right now it's already crazy. I feel like we need more, <laughs> but um, it's been so good. Just kind of like going from being a teacher and, you know, building up a business. And now I have a whole building to myself, which is still crazy to say, oh, and I have like five or five actual employees like on staff. I mean, it's, it's been crazy. So yeah, that was just like my entire life story. So sorry, I've just been talking <laughs> Uh, let me go back to my childhood when <laughs> just kidding that's hilarious no it's great it's great to get to know you and kind of hear that path I think people really enjoy that and can relate to it yeah so it's it's been it has been quite the journey I never expected to be doing this I always kind of thought you know you go through school and I took a lot of art classes and I just never felt like I was like that weird like deep artist that would be in like galleries and stuff so being I kind of always just like wanted to paint like things that were pink and pretty and um you just never really expect to I, I don't make it I guess as an artist or whatnot but um yeah so it's been it's been really cool what do you typically use for your inspiration for your different pieces <laughs> you know we we travel a lot and I feel like just seeing art in other places and just architecture and all the beautiful places around the world is very inspiring but also just like going driving around Kentucky and seeing the rolling hills and the horse farms and just how be beautiful like our hometown is I think um that's where I you know really am inspired because I love painting things that are meaningful to people here and I think that's what's been really it's helped me be successful is painting stuff that people love and you know everyone loves Kentucky so that's what's I feel like been pretty neat to do. I um, just worked with a client who they wanted their basement, um, which included a guest bedroom and bathroom to be Kentucky themed. And so I ordered one of your prints for the guest bedroom because um, it was great. I think it was the Keeneland paddock scene and just all the colors really worked um, in their space. So I always appreciate that being able to pull Kentucky specific options from you uh, when the when the project fits that. Oh yeah, for sure. So like people come in for Keeneland and everything. I'm actually in the Keeneland gift shop there. So I think it's just such a good little memento like for people that are out of town that come here as like a destination and be able to take a little piece of Keeneland, a little piece of Kentucky. So I think that's been really neat too, to have that kind of side of 
um, all of that. So <clears throat> where's the farthest that um, a piece of your artwork has has gone like from an online order or something the furthest away? Oh gosh, um, I feel like I've shipped to Alaska before. Um, I've done a lot of Canada actually. Um, and I, this is not, I guess, technically from me, but when I had my little deal with anthropology, they had my globes, which were printed, um, but they were in Europe. So people in Europe have my globes, which is pretty cool to think about. Actually, some girl on social media tagged me. She lived in like Copenhagen or something and had one of my little globes. So that was really, really neat to see. So I guess that's probably the farthest as far as like me shipping, probably Alaska or Canada. That's pretty cool. And it's amazing just, you know, by social media, how something like that happens. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is crazy for sure. Yeah, that's totally nuts to be an anthropology. <laughs> um, so a while back, I feel like you did a, uh, like an artist retreat or you did something, right? Kind of bringing in your love of travel and taking people, um, right? Am yes. I remembering that correctly? Yeah, in 2019, I took um, a group of 15 ladies from all over the United States to Italy um to study with me there um so it was super cool it was very stressful i um so i studied abroad when i was a junior in college in florence italy um and the it was a very small program there was literally like five students um i had like a crazy italian professor named melania i hope she's not listening because you're not crazy never mind i'm just kidding <laughs> um no she was the best she would stand behind me while i was painting and be like, this is terrible. You're awful. <laughs> Fix this. <laughs> so I grew a lot when I was in Italy. I um, definitely, um, yeah, it was it was terrifying, honestly. But she made me a way better artist, so that was awesome. But it was a very small program, and so I had a really good relationship with them even afterwards. And they still like follow me on social media, and um, were kind of they saw me doing all these things and doing the workshops at like around here in Kentucky. And um, they actually reached out and asked if I'd want to come and like be a teacher for a little while. Um, so it was just a week long retreat, but I basically planned the whole thing and had to do like, I basically was like a travel agent also, um, which was stressful. I wish I would have got an actual travel agent to help me, but um, I got a room for everybody. Um, I planned like lessons and everything while we were there. We um, painted in my old studio in where I like studied and, um, then we went and painted out in the piazzas and we'd go get gelato and red wine and everything. And um, it was, it was super fun. It was really good time. I feel like everyone that we met, um, a lot of people from Kentucky, but a lot from other states too. And it was just like the best little group and we had so much fun. So it was a lot of fun. Again. I don't know when. <laughs> Did you say you will do it again, Kayla, at some point? I would like to. I, now that I have um, my son, Max, it makes things a little hard. I guess we would all just probably go and my parents would probably go. So they came with us the first time um, and we would probably just go. I'd probably plan maybe like two retreats like back to back. So we'd be there for like two weeks and just kind of like live in Italy again, which would be terrible. I mean, <laughs> but um, yeah, so it'll it, hopefully maybe 2023. 20, I don't know. It, it takes a long time to plan. So that's what like I almost have to know for sure that the travel restrictions won't be you know, weird at that time. So I might have to do it kind of like farther off in, in the, in the years in the calendar, but yeah, it'd be really cool. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of logistics when you're traveling to other countries. Yes. Lots of logistics, lots of like, I was trying to help everybody with like their flights and like get the best deals. And yeah, it was, it was a lot for, 
with everything else going on. Um, but yeah. So. Well, what about your workshops that you offer here locally? Like how often do you do them and how do you decide what the topic and is going to be for people to paint? Um, so I do them all in my studio, which was one of the reasons why we built it so large was so that I'd have lots of space to have at least like 30 people in, at a time. Um, I used to do all my workshops in our tobacco barn, which as you can imagine, um, the, it's all open air. So it had to be only in like the warm months and I'd have to lug all my paint, all the tables, all the chairs up there, all the camp, you know, everything, and then clean up afterwards. So it's so nice having like a building with everything already in here. All my paint's already there, um, chairs and tables are already there. So it's been super nice, but um, I usually try to do at least one or two a month, um, depending on like what's going on. Um, and I just kind of pick randomly, like obviously yesterday we did the landscapes, little tiny cute landscapes. Sometimes we do abstracts on canvas. Um, I've been getting a lot of requests for like horse head ones, but I feel like that one would be kind of advanced. So <laughs> might have to um, put a little disclaimer on that one. Like you probably should have some kind of background in painting before, but um, yeah, I kind of switched up. I've done a flower one before. We've done a globe painting workshop. So you bring your own globe and we paint it together. Um, really the possibilities are endless. I just, um, I usually just kind of stick with some of the ones I've taught before, but I love the landscape one, love branching out and trying trying new ones. And now that I have the space to do it all, I can really plan for more and kind of start doing more, more stuff. So is there a specific type of media that you like to use the best? So I use acrylic. Um, I could probably do some, I've had some requests for watercolor. Watercolor, I'm just not as like good at, I guess, it, as far as teaching. I Obviously I can do it, but teaching watercolor is a lot different. Acrylic is great because you can mess up and then just let it dry and you can paint right over it. So that really helps in the workshop scene, <laughs> being able to just totally fix something and um, start over if we need to. So that's, that's good. Watercolor is scary because if you mess up, there's really no way to fix it. No, nope, yeah. totally. I remember that from art class in school, like watercolor is a little more intimidating. Uh -huh. I feel like for the record, we should state that you do not stand over people's shoulders and say that <laughs> terrible that you were actually very encouraging and then I feel like the elementary school art teacher and you came out because you had to really like make us all focused when we're painting yeah. in the workshop. Yes, sure. I try to be very encouraging. Um, I'm not like Melania and I don't um, tell you it's terrible fix this you know. All that. <laughs> well I think that's really cool though that you've been able to grow the business side of it because like you said creatives artists they don't teach you any of that when you're going through school or you're learning those things you have to specifically focus on business and most of the time you don't realize when you're in school that you want to have a business or that's that's how I was too so mm -hmm. yeah it's so hard and I mean just even like figuring out wholesale that was a whole ordeal because I'm the worst at math so just trying to figure out like a uh, <laughs> to figure out a like formula for like each size print and what I charge what retail what wholesale is I was just like it like literally made my brain explode, but I, I got it figured out. I think it's working so far. And, you know, just knowing, like making sure you're making money. Cause as artists, I feel like you always hear about the starving artists. You no, know, you know, you don't make any money. You, the profit margins so small because, you know, so just kind of like, there's no handbook for this. I mean, I feel, feel like I need to write one for all the other artists, you know? Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it's been tough trying to figure out all that kind of stuff on my own and just while trying to still be creative and paint and like make new things. And so luckily now that I've hired, I've really been delegating 
tasks and trying to take some things off my plate so that I can actually do what I'm really good at, which is the painting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I laughed hard at the, you being bad at math because I'm yeah. the same way. Like I can measure and that's, that's what I need to do for my job. I can measure things. That's great. But beyond that, like the accounting, the, the, it does not excite me. I want to do what I want to do. So. Oh yeah. I know my, my husband handles all the like QuickBooks and accounting and all that kind of stuff. Cause luckily, I mean, cause I would not, it would just be the business would be in shambles without him <laughs> yeah yeah but so talking about all of that like all of these things that have to be done when do you make time to paint or how do you carve out that time it's it's tough even with natalie's my assistant like doing all of that kind of thing i mean there's still so many like tasks that have to be done, ordering and um just honestly keeping up like stock of everything that we need to you know, do the shipping and do the packaging and do the orders and everything. I mean, it is, it's crazy. Um, I don't paint as much as I would like. I found myself painting a lot at 10 and 11 PM, um, which is actually like my prime. I, I joke all the time and my dad is the exact same way. We don't start like feeling creative until about four or 5 PM, which is like when people, normal people leave work, we're like, Ooh, yeah, it's time to start. Let's go do our, you know, do our thing. And, um, so I, yeah, I kind of come alive around 5 PM and that's usually like when I need to go home and like fixed dinner for my family. Um, so I, once, you know, my son Max goes to bed and it's like 9 PM, that's usually when I'll kind of start painting or doing some creative things. It's hard though, because all my paint and everything is here at the studio and my house is basically a, a second mini studio. Um, but even like taking ornaments and stuff home, I'll do them like watching TV and painting until 2, 2 AM because this is what I have to do. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Since you've been on this journey and your business has really exploded over the last little bit, what, what do you see for the future of your business? Well, we actually are going, um, to be a vendor in the Atlanta market in, um, January. So that's another thing I'm like really focused on right now. Um, just like how I'm going to set my booth up and getting systems in place to, kind of like go national with my artwork. Um, so that's going to be a lot, especially like right after Christmas and all the holiday stuff. Um, but it's yeah, mid January, we're going down there and I'm hoping we'll get lots of boutiques and places all over the country that will like my art and um, want to sell it. So hopefully that will kind of be a whole other like monster that we can kind of go for. Um, I think my husband would like to kind of, he's actually a, a school counselor. So I think he might be interested in quitting his job also and maybe come on and helping and doing that whole deal of wholesale. Um, so that is kind of where we're at right now and just getting, getting us national, which should be awesome. Do you think he will wear his cowboy hat when he acts as your representative? <laughs> I hope not because then no one will want to buy my artwork because they'll be like, what is this loser doing? <laughs> yes, For he works. Who don't know, I'm Kayla's social media. Sometimes she will like troll her husband because he has this cowboy hat that he loves. And so she's always on there like dragging him for it. So I just had to bring that up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's super embarrassing. I don't know. He just, he thinks he's like on Yellowstone or something. I'm like, you are not this. No, you're not John Dutton. You're John Nord and you're a school counselor. Take that hat off. <laughs> 
Oh, dear. I have to go now and look at the cowboy hat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so embarrassing. Well, I think that's amazing to end up in um, a, the Atlanta market. Like, that's a whole huge new step. So, congratulations. Very huge. We're a little nervous, but I think it'll, it'll be good. Yeah. I mean, how do you do that? Do you approach them and say, hey, I'm interested in having a space? Or how did that come about? Yeah. So, I... Obviously, my parents have gone many times before just to buy stuff for Springhouse. Um, so they kind of were telling me about it. And I talked to some other friends um, and that have businesses and stuff. And they go down there to shop. And I was like, why? I should just be in it. Like, this would be a huge, I mean, it would just be a really cool way to get known and get my stuff out there for more than just Kentucky. Um, obviously, a lot of my stuff, a lot of my art caters to Kentucky. Um, so I am going to that's one of my tasks over Christmas is to paint more like mainstream things. Um, obviously I have a lot of bourbon prints and things like that, but I'm going to start working on more like other alcohol, like vodka, tea, you know, other um, alcohol types just so that it's not just like bourbon, Kentucky bourbon, you know. Um, but I'm also working on more nursery type prints because I feel like that's very like lots of people have babies, <laughs> lots and lots of people have babies. So that's kind of a, a good little um, niche to kind of branch out into also for the market. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And I mean, I know that I've used your work quite a bit in my sorority house design. So you did um, a commissioned, I guess it was a set of four for me for Oklahoma. And -hmm. then we've bought some prints um, at different times and put those in some different sorority houses too. So I think those abstracts that you do are really universal as well. Yes, for sure. So I definitely will have those down there. And um, I'm working on some like abstract landscapes right now that I think will be really nice for like, you know, universal homes and everything. So I'm excited about those too. They hit that um, niche, right? For the boutiques in different places. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So those will, those will be good. I know there's lots to, lots to do, lots to think about. And um, I'm excited though. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kayla. So the podcast is called speak your style. So Sasha and I have questions about your style and given my line of work, I want to know how you would describe your home style. Oh gosh. You know, I was thinking about this the other day and I have no idea what it's not like farmhouse or anything. It's just, I feel like it's like traditional, but not like our parents traditional. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, oh gosh I'm so bad with all the different names of like like I know what I like and I like I feel like like the studio is very modern and very like black and white and um like yeah see I don't even know like mid-century modern is that it but yeah my house oh I don't know I have a lot of like seafoam blues and grays and just like I feel like it's classic does that make sense yeah that's good (laughs) yeah I need you to actually tell me what it is because I don't even know I just know what I like and I pick it out and then I hope it goes together. (laughs) Okay. And then my question is, how would you describe your personal fashion style? Oh gosh. (laughs) Um, yeah, that's a really good one too. Um, (laughs) so bad at like knowing the names of things. Um, I just, yeah, I'm not like edgy. I feel like it's just like, and I'm not really that preppy. I'm like in between preppy and 
What are, t- name some, I don't even know, name some different styles. Are you like a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl or do you like your dresses or comfy? Uh, yeah. Love, I wear tons of dresses. So there's basically, I have two, I have two styles. It's my studio style, which is like ripped jeans with paint all over them and a t-shirt, um, like a graphic t-shirt, I guess. And then there's like the weekend style, which is a, like a maxi dress and that's all I wear. So I'm either looking like, just t- terrible or pretty dress. <laughs> That's there's really no in between. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's so a combo good. effect. <laughs> yeah, just, it's like my weekend. I'm like cute, and then just throughout the week, it's just a bun and basically what I'm wearing right now, which is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't look bad. <laughs> Tell people how they can find you. All right. Well, you can find me on social media on Instagram. It's just at Kayla Weber art and that's K-A-Y-L-A-W-E-B-E-R-A-R-T. And same with Facebook. It's just Kayla Weber art. And then my website is KaylaWeberArt.com and it's Weber with one B, which that one always trips everybody up. Um, But yeah, everything's on there, all my prints and everything you need to know is, is on the website. And the hat is on social media. Yes, the hat is on social media. So be sure to check that out. <laughs> looking up the hat right now. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Kayla. It was so nice to chat with you and to hear about all of your cool new um, ventures that you have coming. And so we'll be excited to, to watch for that. All right, well, thank you so much for having me. So fun. <laughs>